Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Oi, the boys on Footy Prime on occasion are known to use vulgarities and frankly appalling language. And sometimes tales are quite adult in nature. So keep the volume down if there are kiddies around. And thank you for listening. Coming to you live from the Hollywood Hills, Footy Prime the Podcast presents Craig in LA. Tonight, Craig welcomes David Beckham, Gardner, 2015 Miss Orange County participant, Chevette, and Scott Bayo. Plus, musical guest, Bruce Springstone. Now, ladies and gentlemen, live from the red carpet, it's Craig Forrest. You guys said I would get lunch. Pretty Brian, thank you, JC. Love that opening. Firstly, Jimmy Brennan wasn't going to be on the show today, but thankfully, good news is, his, his, his sick child means he can't go to soccer, which means Jimmy's here with us drinking beer rather than then coaching on the sidelines. So yay to viruses. Yeah, he's he has the shits. The house is the house is stinking, by the way. I've got all the windows open, everything. Oh no. Block of arrows. You know what I mean? For like a nine-year-old that's what? Not even four feet. The guy he, he shits like five adults. Well done. Are you proud of it? He's a proud father moment. And then he ran a bath and then he came downstairs in a House coat like Forrest. <laughs> oh, now we're talking. All right, so we've got to now talk about Craig Forrest, who is currently in Craig, Los Put your earphones Angeles. in again. Sorry, sorry, Sharps. Yeah, Los Angeles. Now we weren't sure whether whether Craig could join us, but he has got uh, an hour or so away from his FIFA duties. <laughs> Craig, if you didn't know, he's in LA for tonight's um, what is it? The, the official 2026 World Cup FIFA launch party. Yeah, brand launch, the brand launch. So Craig's in a hotel right now wearing nothing but a white robe. He is living the life of Riley right now, Craig. How's it going? What is it like to be in a FIFA junket? You know, they cut corners, I got to say. They really really do. You know, I I thought the eggs benefit this morning at $127 was fair. I did have a co- I did have a little coffee for that, so I thought that was pretty decent. It was I, all you could drink coffee, right? For what twenty yeah. seven? I pulled the uh, the booze thing out of the room, you know, the the refrigerator, and then the alarm went off. It's like an instant, like two hundred boxes. You just open the door. <laughs> but of course, you're not paying for it. Well, I'm sure if I boozed up, I might be, but I don't know. That's a very good question. I don't want to try it. It'd be a thousand dollar booze bill for. Three drinks. <laughs> and how were how, how were the bed sheets? Are they silk? Oh, I don't know about silk, but are the Egyptian silk? They're clean, not like my place. <laughs> <laughs> so there's no stains on them. Not a cat hair to be found. Not yet. <laughs> Who's taking care of the cats? By the way, have you? Oh, I left them. I left food. I'm only gone for like no time. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. So, was a breakfast really one hundred twenty-seven dollars? Yes, for eggs yeah. Benedict and a coffee. Yeah, and I eat how half many eggs of it. were there? Two. 
<laughs> what kind of what is, were the eggs of a golden pheasant? Like I, thought, <laughs> I thought I was gonna walk. I thought I was gonna walk out with a half a dozen chickens, like of my own. <laughs> what, where are you staying? What hotel is it? It's the Mayborn Beverly Hills. Oh, the address okay. is Beverly Hills nine zero one two zero or whatever. Is Shannon Doherty staying there? Exactly. This whole area has got yeah. No, but Ryan Seacrest staying there. Yeah, he's on my floor. Ryan Seacrest. Maybe has something to do with this event. I don't know. It's really hush hush. They're not really saying much, but all I saw uh, the Fox sports guys ahead of Fox. So there were like three of them here. Uh, didn't see anybody from TSN, but it would shock me if I did. But um, Fox are here. Uh, so it's a really a television production of some sort. So it's on TV somewhere. I have no idea where. I guess Fox is airing it. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm not sure about over here. I mean, uh, so what is your role? Are you just there to kind of be there? Or are you actually playing a role in these um, festivities? There's been different things said. Uh, the latest was that there would, there would be a little bit of a, a question, not a question answer, but a question to me about the tournaments that Canada's held going back to the 87 under 16 um, to qualifying, obviously, in 86. Uh, 2002, the under-19 women's uh, championship, which uh, Sinclair was introduced to the world in. 2007, under-20 World Cup, still a record. Still a record for attendance. Um, 2015, women's World Cup, again, an attendance record. So, yeah, so that's about, about what I would expect to be talking about. And you're essentially you're representing Canada, so three countries for the World Cup in 2026. You're kind of one of the luminaries for the Canadian part of this. Who else yeah. is down there with you, Canadian-wise? Uh, well, Charmaine's here. I did not see, see her, the president. And uh, Jason DeVos is here. I saw him this morning. And I should have a meeting a little bit later on about uh, an alumni situation that Amy met with him as well about. So, yeah. Gotta say, he's on it. Uh, Peter Montopoli as well, because remember he moved from the CSA to FIFA for the organizing committee. So he's on it, and uh, yeah, they're doing they're doing. It's pretty neat. It's pretty neat. I think just from the, the the aspect of Canada, Mexico, and the United States, and then we're all sort of at the same table. We might be the poor relative, <laughs> but we're at the same table, and uh, that's pretty yeah. cool. Well, at least awesome. you're in the same hotel as well, not in the Holiday Inn across the street. <laughs> well, Victor even asked me, I said, yeah, do you want to grab breakfast or a coffee? And uh, he said, uh, what hotel are you staying at? I'm like, well, I don't know what one you're staying at, but I'm at the Mayborn. <laughs> 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 you're shot. I'm at the Quality Inn across the street. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Whatever. There's no Quality Inns in this area. No. So, but it must feel real now, right? I guess the fact that the World Cup's kind of Canada, we've been talking about this for years now. Um, mm -hmm. and, and we're still three years away, right? But now that it's the, the, the official brand launch with, I think, having like logos and, and logos for each host city as well, I believe, it must feel like tangible now that this is a proper big deal and it's coming to our shores. Yeah, exactly. I think that's the whole reason why they're holding this event is sort of transferring and, you know, okay. Qatar is finished, and now this is the start and the official start to move forward to 2026. Even on Thursday, tomorrow, I believe, there's a something to do with the 16 cities um, individually, individually. They'll go to Vancouver and they'll put on a presentation about Vancouver. Each city will get a presentation. They're going to light the stadium up. It's going to look, it's going to still look pretty spectacular. So I think that'll really set the tone for, yeah, the World Cup's here, it's coming, and really kind of makes it real. Has there been any talk or, or underhanded comments or about having an official podcast of the World Cup? By oh, FIFA? oh, lots. I've, I've lots, dropped it right. Mm. Yeah. I might okay. drop in that too. Hey, Craig, how you doing? We'd like to talk about, you know, the World Cup, you know, tournaments that have been there in the past. And uh, well, well, just a second. <laughs> you know, if anybody wants, you'll enjoy footy prizes up the sport over here. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, um, you met Gianni Infantino. I did. How long were you talking to him for? Oh, a few minutes. Yeah. How was that? Bye. Was it small Bye. talk or was it? Bye. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I mean, I met him first. Uh, he didn't remember, of course, uh, 2020, no, 2006, when he was actually hosting the World Cup draw. The guy knows six or seven languages. It, it's quite insane. 
but nothing. I don't think he had anything else to do with FIFA at that time. He moves in there, and I can see why he's done well. He's a very charming guy with the languages. Obviously, that's a massive thing when you're looking at somebody in the eye and you're just, you know, everywhere you go. Um, that has been helpful when you're looking for votes and things like that, when you can talk to people directly and, you know, authentically, you know. So I can see why he's done well. And uh, the group seemed to get along. But there's obviously a lot of pressure with FIFA. They're, there's always something going on. And met some other guys too, and they're just not sure what they were going to do today, but they never know what's going to fall off. Yeah, no kidding. You know, when you're talking about the whole world, right, it's just it, something could happen across the other side of the planet that might affect uh, football in some way. Indonesia and Thailand have a big fight, something like yeah. that. Exactly. Exactly. Was yeah. he by chance wearing white sneakers? I didn't notice. Really? Well, I didn't want to look down and make it look as though I was submissive. (laughs) I just (laughs) checking checking out his package on the way down to the shoes. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Mm, Gianni. So so it's it's what three (laughs) (laughs) Craig did you what they say? Was he was he charming? Well, his package. I grabbed a hold of his cock and (laughs) suddenly later. That's how they. That's how they. That's how they shake hands in Switzerland. (laughs) (laughs) I'm moving to Switzerland. (laughs) Good morning, Craig. A couple eggs today. (laughs) Just the one I see. Just the one. Just the one. one. Easy one. (laughs) Just the one hard-boiled egg this morning, Craig. <laughs> I see you don't have much yolk left. <laughs> uh, I'll take a sausage with that egg if you don't mind. Uh, <laughs> are there any hope of us being the official uh, podcast of the FIFA World Cup has just been trounced upon? Yeah. Just being pissed all over. <laughs> so it's three fifteen there right now. What what time does all this crap start? Uh, the bus leaves at uh, uh, five thirty local. So it'll be mm-hmm. eight thirty Eastern, and uh, the actual event starts, I believe, at seven thirty local. Okay. Let me let this you thing flew. Uh, you flew first class, Air Canada, I think. I did. I How did. was that? How are the knees? Did they give you enough room? Oh, it's just a world of difference. I feel like Jerry in economy, Jerry Dobson, when we were. <laughs> <laughs> what, his feet were just dangling oh he would cross his legs and read a book and i'm just like what the fuck and i'm just trying to like survive it <laughs> let me Beauty. read out the official release show about tonight and then maybe you can learn some stuff here craig what to expect okay Good. so this is the fifa website uh, on wednesday may 17th uh, the official brand of the 23rd edition of the fifa world cup will be unveiled to fans around the world with FIFA and host countries Canada, Mexico, and the USA celebrating a major milestone on the road to the biggest sporting event ever. The unveiling takes place at 7.45 local time in LA, one of the tournament's 16 host cities, a star-studded show with special guest performances, live-streamed to the whole world on FIFA+. Plus. There you go, FIFA+, Plus. you can find it. Projections, events, and digital amplifications across the other host cities in Canada, Mexico, and the USA will also take place on May 17th, giving fans another opportunity to get involved in the official brand launch and start counting down the days until kickoff. Uh, what else here? Um, the anticipation has already started building. The host countries and the event's commercial partners launched We Are 26 today a campaign that will empower people, places, and communities to play an integral role in introducing the FIFA World Cup 2026 official brand. The campaign will capture portraits of faces and places that tell their own unique FIFA World Cup stories featuring individuals and experiences that await fans in 2026. Uh, Let's see here. Anything more interesting? Uh, The official brand will be accompanied by 16 bespoke host city brands. There you go. Developed by FIFA. Mm in an unprecedented initiative to integrate local fans and cultures across the countries. Mm. What's that, Wonger? I was going to say hosted by Ryan Seacrest. Doesn't say anything, eh? No, no, but that would make sense, right? It kind of oh, would. Yeah. yeah. But And he's obviously that, synonymous in the football world. So in, L- <laughs> in LA, who knows, right? I mean, there's enough going on. But I guess it'd be him or Pedro Pinto, who usually hosts these types of things. 
What's that? <laughs> All right. So let me describe to the viewers. Craig right now is <laughs> eating a FIFA cookie, I think it is. Is it a cookie? No. It's is white it chocolate. White chocolate. chocolate. <laughs> a FIFA logo made out of chocolate. <laughs> I'm so not worthy. What the fuck this am is... I doing? You're exactly worthy. You know how you said we're the, we're the poor cousin? That's exactly. We're the poor cousin uh, across the board. Yeah. It's perfect. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry to say, boys, we've lost him. We've lost Craig. There's no way. There's no way. No, he's, he's, not no. he's not coming home, man. He's not coming home. You get to the airport and they got a big sign with forest on it. And the guy takes you all the way to the car. And then I'm like, oh, we're, he goes, here you go. Enjoy your trip. And I'm like, you're not coming with us? No, I just met you at the gate. Oh, all right. Yeah. Off you go. <laughs> you know, you are the you are the man of the people, buddy. You yeah. Know. He was. He was. I was. Yeah. <laughs> I need more. Was best shower ever i mean there's just there's no water shortage in california no not in this hotel <laughs> i have never had so much water fall on my head honestly i'm not kidding you like it was insane i felt guilty that i used up five tubs of water on my <laughs> fucking head just falling over <laughs> like, honestly i'm surprised the drain could handle it <laughs> how big's the room uh, uh, I mean, it's a good size room, but it's just got, it's got everything. Yeah, you, you don't have to get out of bed. You got electric oh. blinds. They shut the blinds and the shades and the electric <laughs> shades. Really? Yeah. Jesus Christ, FIFA just dripping cash, eh? Oh, are they paying yeah. for this? You don't tell us that much, but are they paying you for it? They no, no, right? no, no. I'm not getting anything for this. I, I, <laughs> I should have sat in economy and taken ten grand. Yeah, no <laughs> and stayed in the quality in. Yeah. Could have flew over in one of those FedEx planes, just sat in the back in cargo. <laughs> no, don't be doing that. I just watched Castaway actually last week with my daughter. Don't be doing that. Oh. No, that's not good. So yeah, having Guys, a good time though. I'm glad you know, but by the time most people hear this, we'll have seen the mm. brand launch, right? Yeah. I can't wait to see Craig. I might have embarrassed myself. <laughs> Well, you Especially when I when I show up in this gown. <laughs> oh, oh, perfect, buddy! If you did that, man, that that is rock and roll. Wouldn't it be crazy? Um, and then you, then uh, you just got to throw the TV out the window and just say good night, everybody. I'm out. No, 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 well, no. Craig, Craig is going to pack up everything that's not plugged in and bring it back to his new apartment. It's going to be the Mayborn Hotel, Beverly Hills branded <laughs> apartment in Toronto. Craig's going to have every spoon, utensil. Oh, yeah. It's be perfect for him. I bet you that robe comes back. Oh, <laughs> well, I can't fit they, everything. They wouldn't want that again, would they? They wouldn't be reusing I can't that. fit everything. The shower curtain's taking up a lot of space. <laughs> I tell you what, you're going to be... You're, gonna, you're like the dude out of the Big Lebowski. <laughs> I feel like the dude. Are there any more like FIFA branded... Um, treats there? Um, oh, yeah. Can you show them to us? Sure. Go get some. <laughs> <Hang on. laughs> <laughs> this is isn't it? We're so excited about this. Ooh, we're yeah. such amateurs, you know. It's a, just the sun well, is no big deal. This amazing strawberry-covered chocolate. Oh, nice. How <laughs> <laughs> <Not> bad. <laughs> <laughs> Some other little chocolate here. That's that's a charm. Mm. Get some of that. Oh yeah, layered, kind of layered. Is that a truffle? That? It's a truffle. Yeah, it's like a truffle. Then I got some. Looks like rat shit. <laughs> Granola chocolate. I'll looks put like that away then, eh? Yeah. Don't want to eat that one. <laughs> yeah, there's all sorts of little things. Little. Nice. Oh, that looks good. Wonder if that's in THC infused jelly. Uh, that would be nice. Mm. Yeah. Man, that took care of you. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you could join us. Anyway, this I'm, is back great. I'm back tomorrow, so it doesn't last long. No, no. <laughs> we're we're here all about it on Friday. The actual that the event itself, but mm -hmm. 
this 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 is just, it's just box office right now. <laughs> Craig's hotel room basically with such losers. We're all I'm gonna have to call down for more coffee. The hotel room. I've had too much coffee. I've had like six cups. It's so good. I have to call down for some more. So, did you get a chance to watch any Champions League today or yesterday? What? <laughs> what kind of question is that, Sharms? Look at him. I've got no time for that. <laughs> Jimmy, did you? No. <laughs> no he, had a sick, he had a sick kid. My son We're the number one soccer podcast in Canada at times. At times. We don't watch the games, apparently. <laughs> it's the Champions League semifinals. I did. I did watch the game. Okay, Charles. good. Thank you, Wunga. So we can talk mm. about them at least. Kyle Walker looked sensational. Really? Man City crushed. And it was... Uh, I, I knew it was over for Real Madrid because Ancelotti looked like he dressed as a butler. And when you dress like a butler, you get treated like a butler. And that's what Pep did. Pep looked like... Pep dressed perfectly. He had the, um, the the turtleneck, black turtleneck, and black blazer. Yeah. And he looked sharp, and you knew tight, right away. Tight so that, skin, that tight one, trousers. That won the game. Forrest, what's your butler like? <laughs> I'll tell you what. Uh, my, tight, my trousers are going to be as tight as Pep's, and maybe too tight. That's why I've had three showers, just so I had to lose some weight so my buttons don't pop. <laughs> well, stuffing with that chocolate back won't help, will it? Oh, yeah. It's a little. When was the last nice time you wore this suit? Well, I tried it on. Is it a sports uh, net suit? No, it is not. Oh, really? you got you got the Armani. You, you know the suit. It's a blue suit. You got the Armani ball huggers on, do you? The, the blue suit that we ball got hugger. from the guy who still mm. owes his money. But anyway. yeah. Well, um, was right. Uh, Walker looked great. Bernardo Silva looked unbelievable today. Unbelievable. Two goals. City, like I mean. Smashed doesn't really do it justice. They just crushed Real Madrid 4-0. Um, mm. And that was with Thibaut Courtois looking brilliant and making some huge saves. I mean, he had Haaland's number all game. Haaland could have had a hat-trick in this one. And Courtois was fantastic, but 4-0 is 4-0. This City team look ready to finally jump over the hump there. You think this they're is- going to pump Inter? Well, you know, Inter, I mean, listen, Inter played, it wasn't a great game against AC Milan yesterday, but they're so, so professional, you know? I mean, they, they played Milan, Italian champions, last year, four times this year, twice in the Champions League, twice in the league. They haven't conceded a goal yet. Yeah, They're just so good defensively. Anana made some big saves in goal. But uh, beyond that, I mean, Barella, Calamalogu, Acherbi, Lataro scored again, six goals now, six games. Mm-hmm. They're playing really well at just the right time. But no, Jimmy, <laughs> Inter, Inter won't be so, – yeah, I, I can't see it. You know, Inter, Inter have got their beating Porto, Benfica, and Milan, right? So with all respect to, to Inter Milan, and they deserve to be where they're in, it's been a pretty – I wouldn't say easy path, but a very uh, – a path that you wouldn't dismiss. You know, you wouldn't say, oh, no, we don't want that. They earn this spot there, but I, I can't see them ha- putting a glove on, on Man City right now. I Just think that it will come down to, I mean, they can pretty much know, we know what the game plan is going to be. We know it's going to build concede possession to Man City. We've seen them been frustrated before. And if you remember, remember Inter's last Champions League when I think Mourinho was in yep. charge? The treble year. I don't think they had much more than one shot on that and conceded 20 and won the game. Yeah. So football can be very strange sometimes. And and I'm sure like Pep knows it, the players know it. Still got 90 minutes of football and Inter will know that they have enough quality. And Jimmy, if we're in the dress, we've done this against teams like that too. You're like, yeah, we're going to get outplayed. We know that, but there's still yeah. ways we can win this game. Yeah. I, I think when, when it comes down to it, the, the Italians are very clever when they, when they play, they know how to frustrate you. They know how to take the sting out of a game. They know when to slow it down. They know when to lift the tempo. And I think they, they'll, they'll try to get Man City out of their rhythm because if Man City gets into a rhythm, it's over. And they start knocking that ball around. And that confidence is oozing. It's lights out. But the Italians are very clever, and they know how to, they know how to frustrate teams when they play. It's also the Ed and Dzeko derby, right? Ed and Dzeko will be there, former mm-hmm. Man City What star. is going on with your glasses? Uh, what my, is going on? My dog... <laughs> 
Eight. It looked like Austin so. Powers there, didn't he? <laughs> yes. He's a new glasses. After, after the fembots went at him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Like, hey. <laughs> if you were here, Charms, we could call down and have them fixed. <laughs> yeah, I bet. <laughs> Probably get a couple of fembots in there as well, couldn't you? Uh, optometrists would be up there fixing you big time. Yeah. Ryan Seacrest so at a price. My dog uh, literally ate one of the arms and tore it off and it won't come back on now. It's all, I've got to get it fixed, obviously. But Yeah, anyway. generally they don't go back on now. No, they, they don't. <laughs> it's really annoying, actually. Very frustrating. Um, where were you? Inter Milan, right? Yeah, they will. They will. Inter Milan's an Italian team. They'll do what they do. They'll be laughing at yeah. it's, it's not quite... A little bit like Real Madrid did to Man City in the first leg. That's, mm. that's the game plan I'm expecting from Inter. Yeah. 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 Well, we, we'll see. It's going to be uh, an interesting one June the 10th. No pressure on Inter Milan, though, right? And what does that mean as a footballer? When you enter a match and there is no pressure, right? No one expects you to win. Um, mm. you, you got to the final. You're also in Coppa Italia final, right? You're probably going to finish top four in the Serie A. It's actually been a pretty good season in the end for Inter yeah. Milan. So as a professional footballer, when you're in that situation where you really don't, of course, you want to win the game, obviously but you don't need to win the game. Whereas City, they need to win this match. This is their opportunity. Mm. Yeah, but you know, from individuals that have never won the Champions League, it's exactly that. It's an opportunity for them to win that. They, you know, it's, it is pressure on them. Individually, this is their chance. They'll probably never get another chance. Jekyll will never get another chance. Yeah, you're right. Not at 37 years of age. No. You're right. And the, the, thing, is too, the, the thing is too with Inter, what we got to keep in mind is the better they do, the more chance they're going to be losing their top players. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? For sure. So if they get to the Champions League final now, they're having great success in, in the cup, in the domestic cup, and then even in the league, their top players are going to be getting snapped up from big clubs, especially Premier League. Yeah, and, and as a team with a pretty high payroll, and there's been talk about them having to you know shed some some money although there's talk about john david actually uh heading over there right that's one of the big rumors as well so they might lose a jacko um wasn't wasn't tejan buchanan oh yeah sorry it was tejan buchanan yeah 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 you're right it wasn't he wasn't john david although who knows he could end up there too it could be tejan if denzel denzel washington yeah denzel washington yeah He's named after Denzel Washington. He actually is. If he leaves, that's a spot there, right? He would, he would, he was great at the equalizer. <laughs> Look at his fucking glasses. Honestly, <laughs> he literally looks like Austin Powers. Yeah. What's so going on with this guy? I got that bad and Steve Martin, kind of a mix between the jerk and and every every time he smiles, it goes like that. <laughs> it's really annoying. <laughs> giving up on life, haven't you, Charms? What's that? <laughs> giving up on life, haven't you? Yeah, pretty much. You know, you should get like an old Band-Aid and use that to like fix the, the arm. Yeah, and put one right in the middle too. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. One right in the middle. Like some old Englishman. Yeah. Well, I can't see. Without these, I just can't see anything beyond like, you know, within five feet. It's just yeah. a... Yeah, I know the feeling. Age sucks. So yeah, I have given up. Did you see, by the way, um, it was before the, this, this semi-final this week. It was after AC Milan against Spezia on the weekend. The Ultras brought over some of the players from AC Milan and gave them, I guess, what they call a pep talk, but they were just in their face screaming. Mm. And the Ultras have mm. so much power in Italian football. That's just, it's a thing, apparently. And the Milan players, it wasn't like negativeness. So it's like, listen, you know, you've got one chance here, you know, mm. we're here with you. But, I mean, can you put yourself in that position, Craig? I mean, having to stand there and just take it from the fans? Mm. Yeah, I, I've never seen anything quite like it, to be honest. And the players stood there. and I mean, the manager obviously said, listen, we're going over there. We're going to face it. I think that's it's massively character building. It really is. Yeah. Face it. Stand mm. there. You know, look them in the eye and take the abuse. <laughs> yeah. Well, you even see in the past where – the ultras actually go to the training grounds. Yeah. Training grounds and like surrounding the pitch and be crazy, wouldn't it? Yeah. Wouldn't even fathom that in England. Wouldn't even, but no. Yeah, like that... there's been every year the team gets chased out of the ground by the ultras. Yeah. It happens frequently. Yeah. Of all the clubs you played at, 
which set of fans would be most likely to do that? For me, it'd be Bristol City. They were West West Ham. Bristol City fans are crazy because I mean that's obviously not a club that obviously hasn't been in the Prem. No, no. But but if you look at their past, Bristol Bristol City fans are they're one of the the big ones with West Ham and Leeds and Millwall, Chelsea. Big firm, really. Yeah, real big firm. And were they like when you played there? Was it was it obvious? Was there a, a certain toxicity to the fan base when things weren't going well? If you if you look, I remember my parents came over. It was one of the first games um, they went to, and we were playing Bristol Rovers in the Derby. It was live on Sky. And if you go onto YouTube and you watch it, and you see all the Bristol City fans race onto the pitch and fighting the players, fighting the Bristol Rover fans. Police were out there. The helicopters came. I remember my mother after was like, "What the fuck? Where where are you?" What are you doing? Like Beirut. Oh, have a look at it. I think it was in 94, 95. And it's Bristol Derby. Bristol Derby. Yeah. And Bristol is not that big a t- uh, city either. And it's up ch- there. It's, it's up there. It's like the fourth or fifth biggest in the country. Yeah, that's right. It was, it was one of our conversations. It was fourth or fifth. Yeah, it's a massive city. Huge. 94 around there, you think? Yeah. 94, 95. Put in Bristol Derby. Let's see here. Do you get any licks in, Jimmy? Or were you just running? No, no. I just I just near enough got to the club. I wasn't playing that game. Oh, I, was in the, oh, I, was in the, I was in the stands. Actually, and like one, four rows in front of me, the, the hoods went up and they were gone. Yeah. I was young. I was only like 17, 18. Wondering what the hell is going on. It's pretty yeah. exhilarating, though. I remember oh, I had friends, my first friends that came over. Well, actually, they're friends with mine and Frankie Ellips and Randy and Grant came over and they're just, do you guys ever have any trouble at the ground? I'm like, eh, a little bit, but outside, but no, not much. First game they're at, full pitch invasion, QPR fans, Ipswich fans, toe to toe, just knocking barrels of snot out of each other. Like, oh, is this what you call not much violence? <laughs> yeah. No, this, yeah, it was one of the worst. I see it here. Actually, I found it. At least I found a pitch invasion at the Bristol Derby. Like eight police horses just gone flying across the pitch. Yeah, and it, it, it's a full-on pitch invasion. Oh, it's mental. Peter Beadle, uh, Peter Beadle scored in the last. I think he scored in the ninety-second minute to tie it, and then all hell broke loose. <laughs> it went bananas. Yeah. Well, it's kind of good that both teams are at the moment when you have situations like that. That when they're playing in different divisions, aren't this? It's actually better. I'm sure the police are delighted about that, but when they they're in the same league. Um, that's kind of the problem with Millwall and West Ham if they end up in the same league as well or get drawn. Remember Harry saying, if they ever get drawn in the FA Cup, throw the balls back in the hat. Like, <laughs> yeah, don't, don't even bother. Mill- Millwall, West Ham? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's wild. Yeah. Millwall's crazy. They're they're nuts. I told remember I was playing with Forrest and they bricked our bus and everything. It was nuts. Yeah, they are. It's a different their level. reputation, right? They take pride in it. I mean, in fairness, I think the club's done a lot in recent years to try and get away from that, haven't they? Yeah. But it's but still the yeah. element still there. Yeah. It's in their best but interest. It, it must, it's organized, right? It's an organized oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, group absolutely. Of oh, yeah. kind of almost like a gang, right? And that's yeah. why I get so pissed off when I see shit happening at TFC games or Montreal games. Because, you know, over there, it's part of the culture. It began somewhere, though, and it wasn't taken care of back then when it first started in, in the 70s, right? And it's become now, sadly, an underbelly, this seedy underbelly of the football culture there, right? Whereas here, mm-hmm. it doesn't exist. There is no football violence culture, but it can start somewhere if it's not dealt with properly. So when I see that shit happen in the stands like we saw uh, last week, it just it just pisses me off because that's how these things become bigger and bigger and bigger before you know it mm. it's a problem yeah well, they, we they, even, they even have police that are specifically in charge of you know looking at these people finding out who they are and then when there's world cups or something when they have to travel they're on they can't travel like they're pretty they're pretty good at it like there's yeah. basically a department uh police that will look after traveling supporters everywhere and who's banned who's not and they're on lists 
So they can't get, you know, when they try to get through passport control or different things like this, it's, yeah. it's a serious, serious issue. And it's you know, getting coming back a bit. Yeah. You, and the thing is too, Craig, and you know that charms in the UK, you know, when we talk about hooligans here in Toronto, you, we're not really talking about hooligans. When you see the main hooligans over in the UK on match day and when they're going nuts and rioting and reckless, it's terrifying. It is crazy to see. Yeah. Like they, and they plan, they plan where they're going to go. So they'll, they'll call the lead of say, you know, Millwall's going to West Ham or whatever, wherever, or leads are coming down. They'll organize where they're going to meet off the trains. Mm-hmm. And, they and they'll, they'll say, you guys bring 200, we'll bring 200. And then there'll actually be a lot of debate afterwards. Like you guys brought 300. There was only, like all that kind of stuff. Like it's, uh, no knives, no, you know, all that kind of no weapons and things like that. They just beat the shit out of each other. Yeah. And then in the stadium, when you're playing in those derbies, oh, it's wild, man. It is crazy. Like you, you would never understand until you actually go and you see it and you yeah. watch it. You just, it's so serious. It's like a different level of like what it means to them. Yeah. Like you, you know, can, just going to that Leaf game the other night, they lost, but and everybody's like, ah, too bad, whatever. But they all go out to the bars and they're all smiling and drinking in England. That they're like it's devastating to everybody. Yeah. Because the restaurants you know they, are empty. They work, they work all week and it's a release. It's a release for the fans. They work all week, come the weekend, mm-hmm. they go watch their team across the country. Mm-hmm. And it's all that frustration and energy's got to get out and i told you that time when i went to a leafs habs, habs game and I, I brought a friend of mine who was an english guy and we're at the, we're sitting there i got a toronto shirt on and he sits down beside me and we're having a beer and a habs fan sits beside him he's like oh i might you can't sit here geese the guy's like what he goes you can't sit here mate go to you've got to go to your own section he's like what <laughs> go to your own section he's like you're gonna get fucking done in you got to go to your own section i was like that i was like hey bob like you it's okay. No, it's okay over here. We sit over. He's like, "What do you mean?" They said, "The way fans can't sit with us," and he couldn't understand it. And then when the Habs scored, and this guy gets up jumping, he <laughs> wanted to kill him. I thought, I thought that was going to be right. He couldn't understand it, and he just like, why are they not sitting in the their own section? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, I need to ask you guys a question because it, it's interesting, Craig. You know basketball, and you know they always have. They've got that guy. If anybody watches the Raptors, you see this dark-haired guy, larger man, and he's the head of security. Do they have those heads of and the head of security for the players and the coaches and the trainers, mostly for the players to keep them out of trouble? Did you guys do they have anything like that now in in professional soccer, or has that been? Uh, is it kind of hey everyone's on their own still? No, it, it's, it's something that's come in for sure because those guys are sort of needed around sort of to protect the players from themselves as well as protect them from the fans. The big man there at uh, the Raptors, uh, he's actually uh, left the Raptors. Just, he was there for, I don't know, 20 years, I think. Mm. Yeah, uh, bring in But it's not, it's, it's getting more uh, known that, hey, we need this. This is part of the payroll when we're putting together a club is because he mm. was on payroll. Like these guys are on payroll for the for the clubs, right? Yeah, but it, but it's also um, away from the stadiums too, right? You have the head of security of these these teams who are often ex cops or ex military. Yeah, and when a player gets in a bit of trouble, they they step in to clean it up. That's right. Yeah, not yeah. Nudge, nudge, or or they right? are still police. There's a lot of police still oh, yeah. that will travel with you too, <laughs> undercover if they expect something might happen or whatever. Yeah, yeah. exciting stuff, man. <laughs> so Ivan Tony got eight months. Today. Speaking of trouble, yeah, for his gambling indiscretions, eight months ban from professional football starting immediately. Wow, what are you doing? What are you doing? You make great cash. He didn't know when these happened. Though apparently it was years ago when he was playing in the lower leagues. I think I, I believe. Oh, oh so really? The, so it's caught this up to him. Yeah. So yeah. it was an ongoing case. Yeah, like they've been, someone did some, I don't know who researched it, whatever, like 270 bets. Apparently there's a lot of betting going on. Mm. And, um, let me find the full story here, but yeah. i tell you what, other players will have to beware. That's making a statement to them as well because it, it goes on. There's yeah. a lot of gambling going on. No yeah. kidding. Whether it's whatever. Like, I mean, I remember being in the U Team 16 and one of the players saying, as they're walking out on the field, 
just before three o'clock, there was a 250 horse race at uh, Chelmsford, I think it was. And he wanted to know if his horse had won. So he's like, Craig, go in there, go in there and find out, watch the TV. Tell, tell me who won the 250. <laughs> I got a couple grand on the 250. <laughs> Didn't want to tell him the bad news. <laughs> <laughs> Tony's a, so the, the, the bridges for Tony were for bets he made between February 2017 and January 2021 when he, when he played for Scunthorpe, Wigan, Peterborough, and Brentford. Um, mm. But before he was in the Premier League. And it's, so it's eight months. He's not, he can't play again until uh, January the 17th. That, for Brentford, I mean, that's crippling, right? This guy yeah. has been brilliant this season. Brilliant. Uh, got an England call up. He scores all their goals. And now they, they could have either sold him this summer, right? For a ton of money. Because I'm sure that any a lot of big clubs would be into him. Um, they can't do not, that while, not while this case was still going on. No, no. Exactly. You'd be stupid if you didn't know that was coming up. All of a sudden, you sign a player. It's like, oh. But you got to replace his goals now, right? For half the season, yeah. you've got to replace his goals. Yeah. I didn't uh, bet on that happening. <laughs> too, too soon, Jimmy. <laughs> too soon. Yeah, uh, too soon. I bet he bet himself. I bet he bet on yeah, himself. Yeah, I was gonna say he could have bet on himself whether he'd get suspended or not. <laughs> oh, I'm sure there were. I'm sure there were books out there taking bets on on how many months he gets. Yeah. Oh. Oh sure. If I got caught gambling, everything. Yeah. yeah. If I got caught gambling, how many months do you think I would get banned for? Yeah. Well, I think eight. So let's do this. <laughs> I'll put a grand on that. Yeah. You probably could do that. Bookies will take bets like that if you go in. Remember uh, Rory McIlroy? His dad went in when he was a young lad. I don't know how old he was, 14, 15, and put a bet. Said, will you take a bet that my son major, wins a major by the time he's 22 or something? And they took it. And he won a major. How much did you get? I'm not sure. I mean, it was it was pretty significant, a couple hundred grand, I think. I mean, for what he put down. I mean, yeah, pretty. You see the uh, maybe, speaking maybe of I'll do that money. with my youngest. Do that with Mickey. How many how many poops he'll have in the night? <laughs> oh no, he's shitting his brains out tonight. <laughs> yeah. Man. How? What are the odds that my kid has no fucking chance? <laughs> yeah. What if my pretty kid good. never makes it? What are the pretty chances? Pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> my kid's got no chance, but I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you, you don't want him to sometimes. I mean, like MLS released their salaries, right? And some of the lowest paid players don't make a great living by any stretch, right? But What's the, the minimum? Good ones do. The minimum? Um, 45, 50? Geez, good question. I think it's I know more the lowest paid TFC guys are making yeah. around a hun. Yeah. Um, TFC have, have the highest average, well, the highest salaries overall 25 million. Which is number one? What's uh, average like six hundred k? What's Montreal? Average, no. Yeah, well, it must be. Yeah, I don't do the math. Twenty eight, twenty. <laughs> yeah, I think it's around six hundred k. Is that what it is? Yeah, but I mean, that's it's interesting though because all those rumors about Insignia making fifteen million, right? According to this, he's making seven and a half this year. So whether that was misreported, I don't know. He's not making quite as much money. I don't know, but that's what they're saying. Um, fucking hell, these glasses. Um, Michael Bradley uh, apparently voluntarily came to the club and said, "I'll take a pay a pay cut to help you, uh, you know, bring in some more free agents." So he's cut his his uh, salary down significantly. Hmm. Sorry, you, wasn't he around five at one point? Well, yeah, on his biggest, yeah, he's, he's made like forty million in his time at TFC. Um, right, but now where is it? Let me find the story here. Generation too early. <laughs> no kidding, eh? <laughs> what would a what would a Premier League goalkeeper cost now, Craig? If, you, if you're coming to MLS in your prime, Craig, or a just, sign uh, just, just fucking, back, just fucking end it now. Just end this show. Yeah, yep. just end it, please. Well, you can make yeah, but you guys make more than the generation the before you, right? Yeah, so you you're that way. Never met a an athlete where there wasn't a generation too late. Yeah, no kidding. These guys now are going to be whining. Oh, I just made seven and a half. If only yeah. I waited another 10 years. 
Yeah. And those greats before us, like John Ward, for instance, he was at Liverpool and he told me once he was top wage was 2,700 pounds a week and he was leading goal scorer at, at Liverpool from midfield. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, no, the TV money just wasn't there. They hadn't got into that. That just was not a thing. It was just how big your skating was, what your revenue you brought in that way, how big a city you were. Mm-hmm. You know, TFC play uh, tonight, by the way, against the New York Red Bull, equally as pathetic. 12, 12 points each. Last two table. teams in, in the conference, I think. A lot of right? pressure on that one, table. eh? Maybe my field. But saying that, if TFC managed to put two wins together, they're they're in the oh, yeah. in the right in the playoffs. They're only three points behind playoffs, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As bad as they've been with this playoff system as it is, I mean, holy shit, yeah. you're always in touch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Back in no, there, you're so- in touch, and, and and people look. We, I wasn't happy with their performances. Obviously, the work rate was what killed me. Just killed me. Just watching them play the other night against Montreal. But you're right. They're close. If, if they get a couple of wins, they're back into it. Now, we've got to keep in mind as well, they've got so many injuries. It's absolutely ridiculous. So many injuries. Is that what's saving Bob Bradley right now, do you think? The injury? Well, probably. Is, is it a good excuse? I think they're saving him is that the Leafs and Raptors are priority right now. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no kidding. Get that sorted out first. No, but if you if you look how many starters are missing, right? They're missing yeah. hedges. They need hedges in the back. He's solid. Rosler was injured. You got Oso, Bradley. There's so many obviously Insignia at the beginning. There's so many injuries that they have. But I mean the one the only thing that I can accept is is their work rate. I thought what it was about so, the so many at performance the end of the game, at lackluster. Jimmy? No, the, I like, no, you didn't care. I mean, they got they got fined, uh, suspended, some a little money thrown at the gut, you know. Yeah, that's just frustration. That's frustration. Yeah. That's yeah. all that is. And then on the other hand, you could also argue that at least they give a shit. They're frustrated themselves, and they actually care. Yeah. Um, as opposed to just walking off with your tail between your legs and so and continue on with this disaster. But yeah, they can. Like, you're right. Injuries are a problem, and. They're only three points out and a couple of wins and everything looks much better. Yeah, if they win tonight, and you're hoping it changes a little bit. But yeah, I think it's because it, it is TFC and TFC is the, the big club that, you know, needs to be performing the amount of money that they spent. Well, the game starts in 10 minutes, so let's not go into too much depth about tonight's game because um, it's unlikely anyone hears this podcast uh, before they play. <laughs> Unless you get a, a, a cut... Downloaded and, and listened to in 10 minutes. Oh, oh Craig, Craig, don't do that. Craig's in his white robe showing us. It's open. Oh. <laughs> I got to put my chest wig on. <laughs> You're Merkin. <laughs> Merkin. I better I, get going. I got a couple meetings before uh, I go to the show. It looked, it right, looked like you were, Craig. It looked huh? like you were lactating. <laughs> yes. I might have another quick shower. <laughs> uh, Colorado well, have a good River, time, Craig. Bring it Behave on. yourself. Pack your uh, bag. Rem- remember, Go you're bags. representing our brand. Yeah, I know. we're out there, and the pressure's uh, unbelievable. Yeah, I can imagine. Line up your foot. Line up the Footy Prime interviews. Just drop them a little <laughs> Craig Forrest Footy Prime card. Just gonna go in my walk-in closet here. Pretty bigger than my house. Check out my my suit. Ooh, that, that oh, that's blue. Blue. I like that color. Yeah, <laughs> Craig's yeah. eyes. You yeah. going, and you go in tireless. Are oh, you wearing the tie? You bring the tie. Well, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna put it on. Oh yeah, I'll put it on. See what happens. Okay. Like I said, I'm not getting a lot of details. And and Victor, Italiani, he's he doesn't know what's going on. He's got his own meetings and stuff to deal with. He's not. I bet he does thinking about this. <laughs> <laughs> he's How probably on Rodeo. He's probably on Rodeo Drive. Well, that's right next out. to us. Or Sunset Boulevard at the House of Blues right now, partying. They got everything here. Well, Craig, listen, don't miss that bus. That'd be really funny if you did, because you're talking to us. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we'll have a podcast later about how I missed it. (laughs) They they sent Craig first class all the way from Toronto to Los Los Angeles, but they're putting him on the Greyhound next week. (laughs) So he'll he'll arrive on Thursday next week. Yeah, we'll get you there in a nice nice, uh, fashion book. (laughs) Getting home, a little bit different. Yeah, Yeah, a little bit. uh, that's true. All right. Well, we'll hear from you on Friday. Can't wait to hear all about it. 
Yeah. Also, we also have um, Mark Noonan, CPL, CSB. Amazing. President Commissioner joining us on Friday's show, News and Dubs, and of course, Amy Walsh, the Dubs, of course. So it should be a good show on uh, Friday. So and last in- week of, uh, or second last week of the Prem? Second last week, yeah. Second right, last so week. sign up, yeah. fubotv.com slash footy prime. See uh, Man City. And plus, you also get all of CONCACAF matches. So Gold Cup, Nations League, all that fun stuff. All the good stuff. That's right. All right, everyone. Well, we'll see you Friday. Um, Make sure you tune in to FIFA Plus from FIFA.com and watch Craig make a fool of himself tonight. All right. (laughs) See you later. Bye. See you, boys. Follow us on Twitter at footy underscore prime and on Instagram at footy prime IG. Oh, Craig, that is Jesus. The white oh, whale. No. You're the fucking whale from Moby Dick. Oh, he's been on a submarine for six months. Look at him. Jesus, he looks like an alien. You're blending into the wall. Oh, you guys are giving me lots of confidence. <laughs> I haven't seen you naked in five years. It's oh, really hard. It's not pretty. No. Jesus, with that blue suit, you're going to look like a blueberry daiquiri. <laughs> <laughs> Later. Later. Have a good night, all. Have a good time, Craig. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.